Today, I am talking with Dr. Kalash Joshi, a well-recognized business and community leader in Silicon Valley. He is currently working on developing a Bay Area community service institution based on Hindu tradition. Kalash serves on the boards of startups and mentors entrepreneurs and startups. He is co-founder and past president of the Indus Entrepreneurs, known as Thai, or www.thai.org, a prominent global organization of entrepreneurs. He also co-founded America India Foundation, a prominent organization in support of education, women's causes, and economic upliftment. He is a retired general manager of IBM Corporation. Kalash holds a PhD degree in engineering from Cornell University and a doctorate of science degree from Garhwal University, India, for his contributions to global entrepreneurship and technology promotion. Kalash is a great visionary for entrepreneurial value creation and networking of mentors with entrepreneurs. He inspired and generously contributed his perspective to my book, Creating Regional Wealth in the Innovation Economy, published in 2002, when he was president of Thai Silicon Valley in its early stage. He has seen Thai grow to one of the largest, most influential tech-based networking organizations in the world and evolved from helping Indian engineers become successful entrepreneurs to now helping everyone connect with the kind of advice and financing that enhances business success. Kalash is dedicated to paying forward for the common good. I'll be talking with him about networking, mentoring, and his vast experience on how to bring the dreams of others to fruition. So let's begin. Hello, Kalash. Hi, Jeff. Uh, wonderful. Thank you so much for uh, giving us this time and perspective. So let me jump right in. Um, uh, you've seen Thai the Indus entrepreneurs grow from concept to one of the world's most influential networking organizations. Can you briefly describe how Thai works and its benefit to entrepreneurs? Yes, Jeff. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you for remembering me and the good old days when we all connected uh, so well and shared everything that we knew then and even more. Uh, Yes, uh, indeed, Thai has uh, proved uh, to be gem of an idea, actually, as you look back, uh, as it has helped countless people and brought several thousand people into a very novel purpose of wealth creation, giving back uh, over the last 25 years. Uh, simply for those who may not know, Thai was started in 1992 in Silicon Valley as a mentoring and educational institution for entrepreneurs. Uh, it was a kind of a voluntary and has been a voluntary organization. So you get free advice from those who have achieved things and made mistakes in their lives, of course. And uh, you move on and they get the guidance. So this fundamental concept of Thai that Indus entrepreneurs took off. And now it's in over 20 countries and about 70 cities around the world with each chapter doing activities. Membership is open to all the people. It is not restricted to anyone, even though the Indus name implies it was started by people like us from South Asia, Indian or South Asian people from Indus Valley. 
Uh, so that's basically the net of tie. www.tie.org is a website about the worldwide chapter, so one can go and visit that. Now, tie as it was envisioned has evolved, uh, and uh, the good thing is that it has remained a transparent, borderless volunteer organization and uh, dedicated to wealth creation uh, through entrepreneurship and sound economic policies. Basically, those are the fundamentals. Uh, and I think uh, in many ways, uh, Thai, I think, uh, started way ahead of its times. In, in the world has now become, of course, more global, more connected, despite all the problems that we see. Uh, but Thai has kind of a, been a lead in that area. I remember going to countries like Malaysia, Pakistan, Singapore, uh, trying to go get the cities and place countries to start Thai chapters, and uh, we succeeded. And so I think the um, in terms of the uh, charter membership are the people who, who do the mentoring, and members are the ones who are the mentees. Uh, and Thai uh, basically enables mentoring of both individual companies and also startups. In a, in a bigger sense. Uh, they also facilitate networking among people. And in many chapters, they uh, facilitate angel funding, introductions to VCs, and all the other uh, service providers, legal accounting, IP, and all those in the ecosystem. So that's kind of a nutshell of what we've done in the last 25 years. And uh, it has stayed a very vibrant organization throughout these places. And people like me, we are still engaged today after uh, you know, having been out of that active duty there for 25 years, but I get called upon, I still do mentoring, helping people. So that's basically Thai. Well, Kalash, I have attended a number of Thai con conferences in Silicon Valley, and I can say to anybody considering, uh, please go to any of the Thai conferences. Uh, it is an amazing experience to see the kind of energy and the kind of goodwill and the kind of help um, to uh, raise all boats that is part of the conference. So I encourage people to do that. Um, Kalash, I'd like to jump in a little bit more to the way that Thai works and the philosophy that you have followed. And when um, I interviewed you a long time ago, almost 20 years ago, you introduced me to the Guru Chela Indian principle and how that ancient relationship was adapted for tech business creation mentoring in Thai. Can you please explain how that Guru Chela relationship, what it was and how it's been adapted to become a core philosophy of uh, mentoring and uh, helping entrepreneurs? Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. But I just, I just thought I would also give it one 30-second uh, kind of a pitch on the TICON, which is an annual conference held in the month of May uh, in the Silicon Valley. It is the world's largest uh, entrepreneur's conference, uh, attended by over 5,000 people and uh, 100,000 on, online. It's a very big one, who is who, speakers and topics. Uh, great networking opportunity. Uh, so I thought I'll just uh, make that uh, put, put a little plug for Taikon there, but I'm going to come to your question of uh, the Guru Chela. Yes, uh, the, the Indian culture, continu cultural continuity of the four to 5,000 years 
really has been very robustly carried out by a mix, a very powerful mix of two things. The first one is the oral tradition, where you know, generation after generation, complex texts and messaging and knowledge was trans transitioned, not in written form, but in oral form, and a combination with that of what was called a guru. Guru means teacher, and chela means disciple. So this teacher-disciple kind of a dialogue and knowledge transfer process was an integral part of the systematic transfer of generational transfer of different sets of knowledges with integrity. So that is the one that um, uh, has proved both very successful over all these years in the spheres of uh, the Vedic knowledge, the yogic knowledge that we call that yoga, religious practices of the Hindu tradition particularly, and others in India, there are other religions also, of course, the, the Jains and the, the Sikhs uh, and the Buddhists. Uh, the religious practices, the music and the dance, and the linguistics, which is a multiple languages in the, in the subcontinent. And so they have maintained that. So that, that basically this Guru Chela or the teacher-disciple methodology or way of uh, humans transferring knowledge with the integrity and with a, with a very systematic kind of a process has been in our DNA, all of us. I mean, we, we sort of lived part of it, social structure uh, had, had a part of it. And uh, the inherent in that was that the, in the human uh, kind of a dimension was the, the desire of the teacher to willingly share or the guru and the, for the disciples to engage with deep interest uh, and, and to learn. So that, that's kind of a, in a nutshell, I hope that comes across what the system is. So now, when we started our Thai uh, process here, the question was, how do we help the younger entrepreneurs, older ones who are the ones who are becoming the, kind of uh, conceiving their role as possible mentors if the system could take hold, and so we basically adopted that analog of uh, or ancient Guru Chela or teacher disciple into this system. And uh, it was uh, uh, not surprisingly, it was very natural actually for at least the people from that background to accept it. And then others gradually saw how it's working. So I think the process took, took hold very readily. And now it's basically kind of second nature. Uh, and we can talk about that a little later about some of the other elements of it. But that's basically the, the Guru Chela system. Well, let's talk a little bit about mentoring, which is part of that system. And what you've learned in your many years of being a mentor and facilitating mentoring on a large scale. And you've not only been an individual mentor and have um, basically exhibited that Guru Chela relationship in your own person, per, personal professional life, but you've developed uh, this on a scale that is unlike anything else that I've seen, where thousands of mentors and tens of thousands of uh, business entrepreneurs can benefit from a systemic approach to mentoring. Um, can you talk about that, please? Yeah, I think I think it took us, you know, over over the first few years, we took us some uh, kind of a lot of back and forth discussions among different people on what are the best way. We did have an administrative office uh, at I, 
where people would request a mentoring session. Then people would directly call people they want to be mentored with. So it's really a mix of different ways that people connect now. And we don't keep track, by the way. It's happening every day, hundreds of places, thousands of places. But the process is very, uh, it's, it's a very natural process for entrepreneurs to seek mm-hmm. mentors. That is one thing that has happened. The other thing is that I think we, we recognize that mentoring is like more like a sharpening of a pencil. Uh, it's not uh, to finding a pencil. In other words, a entrepreneur doesn't come in and say, by the way, I want to do something. Help me what I should do. No, that is not mentoring. Right. Mentoring is, he says or she says, by the way, I've got this idea. And here are my five open questions. Here are the blunt edges that I need to have some guidance, some help. So that's basically the process. Uh, and uh, the, the, that understanding and the preparedness preparedness of both the mentor and the mentee is extremely important. Topic is understood. The, 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 the realm of uh, what the, the mentee wants to achieve is understood. And the mentor's capabilities also, also are generally understood as to what dimension the mentor may be very, uh, you know, very much competent and interested. The, the, it is, a, by definition, a one-on-one process with a very topical focus. And uh, you are basically open to all kind of questions. You don't leave anything, uh, you know, out. If you if you have a real good uh, mentoring session, uh, no question is a bad question, you know. So that's sort of other sort of a general attribute of a good mentoring session that we have seen. Uh, the third one is the mentor would uh, basically make it very clear to the mentee that hey, look, uh, you know, here is my this is what I think based on what. I've learned from you, but what I have seen, this is what I uh, I see, I suggest, or whatever have you. But I'm only one uh, input into this equation, so you need to seek other uh, people's advice also to be able to firm up your thinking, uh, so that you have a better uh, perspective on it, not just one person. So that way, you basically give them the freedom to uh, to, to to explore and uh, work higher. So that's another dimension of uh, of uh, of mentoring, and it is uh, the other thing is that it's like a kind of a chain reaction, uh, Jeff. In other right. words, right. today's today's mentee is tomorrow's mentor. Yes, and and uh, and uh, you can uh, the 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 other thing is that if a mentor says, "Hey, look, I think this is what I got, but I have some suggestions for you. I have this uh, next guy, uh, John, uh, that I think has a better understanding of what you are trying to do." If you want, uh, I'll be happy to in- introduce you to him, or you can just go look him up and mention that you and I have talked, uh, etc. So you give a, if you, you enable a chain of, of a reaction in the direction that will be beneficial to the mentee. So those are some um, some very important aspects of what mentoring really is, what the mental attitude is, what preparedness should be. Uh, what the openness should be, and how you enable, and then you also encourage them to seek more uh, assessments from other people. Uh, and I can uh, just conclude by telling you one more thing that uh, on a personal level, uh, we have decided you know, this new institute we're doing. Yes. To take this mentor concept that we have had in the high tech, uh, uh, the Thai domain, 
and put it out on a community level now on a one-on-one mentoring mm. for we I call that I'm looking for a better name but village mentors yes where people like us who made enough mistakes but have some advice to offer so we're going to create a mentoring virtual call center of one-on-one mentoring just at early stage of conceptualizing uh, the point i'm making to you is that it's an extremely beneficial process if you can um, if you can find a way to establish it and measure it with high integrity and high quality uh, so just a kind of a by the way kind of a comment Kalash, there's something else that was very impressive to me as I came to understand a little bit more about Thai from, from you and others, is that mentors are invited in as charter members so that not everybody could be a mentor and that there is this cohort of mentors that in essence um, become like a fellowship of endeavor where because you're not alone one-on-one, but you are together sharing best practices, creating camaraderie, that this element of uh, being a charter member or being a chosen as a mentor has within it a very important dynamic of uh, not just status and prestige, but actually this camaraderie being a very important element in your system. Is, is that true? Yes, yes. By the way, I, I, I uh, over, uh, overlooked mentioning that. The fundamental uh, uh, element of Thai, uh, the, 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 the fundamental driver of the Thai process are what we call charter members. These are people uh, who have achieved something significant by way of knowledge, a company management, or a big enterprise, or IPO, or a senior attorney, and people who are very much accomplished and are wanting to give back. So give back is their uh, their interest and knowledge is what they possess and, and interest in helping with they possess. So Thai basically has a roster of charter members. Each one is invited by Thai. So you cannot just go in and knock on the door and say, I want to become one. You are invited based on your credentials and your background uh, by recommended by a few charter members. There's a process of invitation. When you go in, you don't only offer your service, but you also make annual donation or a fee of being giving being given this privilege of helping the society. So, like a couple of thousand dollars a year is a fee for a charter member, and uh, you are called upon to help whenever uh, and speak at occasions and so on. Uh, so that process is called the giving back process, and we hope that everyone in life, when they accomplish something, they keep that in mind as a element of uh, giving back to the society and the world at large. So that is how the process works. The sponsorship is another element of it. Our community of uh, VCs and law firms and corporations like IBM and uh, Microsoft, I'm just giving you a name, a couple of companies, but many others, they provide annual membership to keep this process going. So the bloodline, is the charter membership fees, the, the the sponsorship fees, and then the events also bring in some funds so they can maintain an office and the infrastructure to facilitate this uh, process of mentoring and education. That is fantastic, a fantastic system. I have to say that of uh, charter members that I have met are some of the most amazing people um, I've ever encountered in in their sense of not only accomplishment, 
but humility and and wanting to see others succeed it's it's so wonderful uh, worldwide we have about all over these chapters probably a few thousand charter members yes silicon valley has maybe 300 uh, kind of a plus or minus kind of charter members it's a very privileged uh, kind of a position and uh, privilege both ways to be invited, but also to be helping. Yes. Um, and there's another element, uh, if I recall, and that is that the mentee, the person who is being assisted, uh, cannot be laid back and just take it in. They have, if they agree to do something, they, the, uh, the guru or the, the person who is the mentor is holding them accountable and that one must be able to show that the mentee is not only listening, but acting, and they may change what the advice is in terms of the way that they act, but they have to do some performance as well. And if I also recall, the mentee provides currency to the um, mentor in that uh, the mentor has experience and knowledge, but the mentee provides new ideas, new technologies, makes the mentor more uh, useful in helping them to be more current. Yeah, I think very, very valid. I agree. By the way, right on. Uh, so I think the, 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 the more foremost is the currency uh, exchange. You know, the mentors, uh, and when I mentor young people, I'm very excited about the new ideas they may have because I have no other way of, of getting exposed to such a new novel idea and possibilities and so on. So that excitement intellectual and uh, emotional satisfaction you get out of seeing these young people, their energy level, their ideas and learning and being current. That's extremely positive value proposition for the charter members, the other way around. Uh, in terms of the mentees, yes, expectations are that they are serious, they're genuine, they're not wasting time because the mentor's time is very important also because you know, many of these people are extremely busy and they're giving away one or two hours. Usually it's typically maximum one hour of time that we give them free, unconditional. Uh, and so it's very important. So accountability, so the process is a bit more self-correcting, by the way, because if I, if I, if I get somebody uh, and I basically signal to that person that you know, needs to go do some more war homework and better preparedness, he will most likely not go out and, and get other people's time uh, without uh, without being better prepared. The system does have a self-correction kind of a aspect to it. But we don't require, there's no requirement as such. Kalash, I'd like to move on to the evolution of business creation. As you know, our book, The Interconnected Individual, is looking at AI and platforms and apps and global exchanges as being accelerators or being um, uh, enablers of uh, people to really seize opportunity. Given that you've been doing this for decades, um, how do you see individuals seizing opportunity in this era and what's the same and what's different perhaps in terms of the utility of all of these technologies uh, by the individual? I think the, uh, yeah, I think that's very interesting. By the way, I'm more of an observer now and I'm not living the, the process like all these new amazing things that are evolving the, you know, the AI and VR and robotics and social media. I mean, my goodness, this is like a avalanche of, uh, of opportunities um, as, as well as, uh, you know, the endeavors for the entrepreneurs. Uh, extraordinary. 
none of this which we could even imagine 10 years ago. Uh, I think the whole idea of being uh, current with knowledge and having be comfortable for 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 maybe a year or so, you know, I say, oh, I'm up to date, I'm okay. I know that the chip geometry, I know the uh, system architecture, I know the three applications, you know, those days, remember? Yes. That, I think, has become thing of the past. So, so before one grasps the sense of uh, what's happening today, you get into a rapid evolution of the next thing. Next technology, next architecture, the concept for business. Uh, anyway, this example we just talked about, AI and VR and all these, and healthcare has got another amazing area where things are happening. So they are, I think that the certainty of this evolution uh, is not only 100%, but it keeps getting even more. Rapidity is changing. The seizing of the opportunity, uh, the, the, the need for vigilance, need for due diligence, need for being networked very strongly in the entrepreneurial technology committee, uh, community, uh, in the, within the ecosystem of entrepreneurs, team building, securing funds properly and with, the, with diligence, they're all still the same constants for, a, for creating an enterprise, uh, creating wealth, uh, being successful. Uh, but the, the whole concept of uh, how the infrastructure would be, how your um, human, the human resources would be deployed, how you would reach the market, uh, all that has shifted. The cloud is uh, basically a big, you know, you can start a company tomorrow in your living room. Yeah, from garage, I think we've come to the living room. Yes. <laughs> and you go into e-commerce, which is global by virtue of the way electrons can go anywhere. Uh, the, the, the virtual workforce, people can be, you know, you can deploy people in uh, Nepal and have them do the superlative work overnight for you. Uh, on any big problem you want to solve, they don't have to be here. Uh, and the, the the speed and feed has become extraordinary. So I think there is a lot of same, uh, but a lot more is changing. And I think in many ways for the better, uh, in terms of uh, achieving uh, achieving uh, uh, you know newer uh, solutions and products and the good things for the human being. Wonderful. So that's kind of a it's, it's kind of a changing scene. And, you know, sometimes you get dizzy. People like me who live the old ways, you know, I yes. say, my God, this is too much too fast. <laughs> well, uh, you know, when we think about impact, um, you, you once told me something that I, if I remember it correctly, that was very profound, um, that a hundred years from now, there will be people on this earth that did not know us and whatever they found useful will be what, they will keep and whatever they didn't find useful is what they will discard. And uh, we cannot uh, control that. Did I remember that correctly? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I know the, the, the most uh, kind of revealing thing that one comes to, you know, I, that's our mortality. Of course, I'm now going, going a bit philosophical and spiritual in my, <laughs> but, yeah. but the people who are going to inherit this uh, globe, uh, seven, eight, whatever number of billion people is going to be hundred years from now are going to be none of us living today, maybe a few. And so it's really a complete refresh. And yet, the, they will have to pick and choose, you know, what is good and, you know, environmentally and from their own um, choices of uh, what they would like, what they dislike. 
But you're right. It's a refresh. Keep, and that refresh is happening with amazing rapidity now. Yes. You know, yeah. um, you know Kalash, I'm, I'm sure that people listening to this can, can get a little glimmer of your spiritual, enlightened self and yet being someone who's been incredibly successful in business and, and helping others. Um, one of the things that I, I've heard you talk about is that people have dreams. They have an idea and a dream and uh, they want to bring it to fruition. And hopefully it is for the benefit of others. It's in service for others. It involves empathetic imagination of improving things. So what advice do you have for how to approach business creation, not only in terms of the mechanical, technical things, but in terms of the motivation of the entrepreneur? Yeah, I think the the uh, to, to me it's really I mean uh, being where where we are these days in our age and so on. So you kind of reflect, looking at life, uh, which has been wonderful. We have great opportunities, and I think the the one element that I think is very very significant for uh, those people who are able to recognize it that there uh, you know there's no limit. Number one is there's no limit to what each one of us can accomplish. I mean that's absolutely a phenomenal uh, recognition, realization for any of us to have. Nobody, unless you are restricted by some governmental restrictions or some other uh, things in your life, uh, up, there's, there's no upper limit to what you can accomplish. Two is that your needs are always finite. As a human being, in this, uh, our own personal needs in terms of what we require for a very comfortable life throughout is also very limited. But what you can do for others, again, is unlimited. So here is where I think the, the, the threshold of uh, the intellectual, emotional kind of a thing that we all achieve in our life of what I should do for myself, what I should do for others. I think people who are able to balance that in a nice way probably have a significant uh, more satisfaction. That's my, just my personal conjecture more satisfaction probably out of their lives because they were able to make some impact on other lives in a positive way, uh, be it uh, charitable work, be it uh, assisting with some, some uh, you know, uh, other ideas, uh, guiding people. Mentoring is a good one. I mean, that's at some at level. Mentoring is a very good example of that. Uh, helping uh, children uh, who are underprivileged. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things. And of course, at a bigger scale, like Bill Gates and, uh, and his foundation are doing extraordinary things around the world. But at some level, I think each one of us has that uh, gift of abilities and faculties and capacity to do those things. And uh, that is what I kind of uh, try to tell people, uh, young people around me. And I think that's something to reflect on. That's beautifully stated. You know, um, Kalash, I'm, I'm a career coach trying to help people find work that matters to them based on, on their own dreams. And there is a phrase in coaching, energy attracts like energy. And I can say that the energy that you and others at Thai have uh, enabled people to experience has multiplied throughout the world. And um Again, uh, if anybody is interested in continuing to investigate Thai, it's not only for the practical applications of business principles, but to get a, a feel for some of that energy 
which uh, can be life altering and inspiring. So thank you so much, Kalash, for the time and your perspective and all that you do. Always a pleasure. And you have good luck with your endeavors and uh, good luck to all the people who might be listening. Thank you very much. Thank you.